It's a dreadful ball and Chelsea could be in here with Goff who goes for goal and scores! Finds the back of the net! Henri! What a goal! Inspiration for Arsenal from Thierry Henri! Miller, lovely cushion header for The Ghost Goal Podcast. For the first time in a decade, the EPL has been retained by last year's champions. Manchester City finished this season with 14 consecutive wins, defeating Brighton 4-1 and taking home their sixth English top flight trophy. Liverpool finished the season in second place, defeating Wolves on the last day 2-0, finishing on 97 points. Chelsea locked in third place with a 0-0 draw against Leicester. Spurs take the last Champions League spot with a 2-2 draw with Everton. And Arsenal beating Burnley 3-1 in a game where Aubameyang split the golden boot with Liverpool's Mohamed Salah and Sadio Mane. And Manchester United conclude a disappointing season by losing 2-0 at home to relegative Cardiff. In fact, United finished 32 points behind City and 32 points above relegated side Cardiff. Had to sneak a shot in there. Welcome to the Ghost Goal Podcast. I'm Andrew Passaro. We got Alex Moss. We got Javier Revelo. How are we doing, fellas? Fuck the Premier League. Like, like, let's get this pod over and done with. I'm ready to move on to Europa or maybe killing myself. I just personally want to thank Manchester City for saving football. Um, And now we go, we turn to Liverpool to save football one last time and stop Spurs from winning a Champions League. Yes, Andrew, who's worse? Andrew, who's I, worse? I haven't wanted you who's worse, to win guys? anything I this year. I want to know. I want to know who's worse. Until Spurs, Spurs got into the final, and then I was like, "Oh my god, I'm a, like I'm cheering for Liverpool in this final now." Like, uh, like I, 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 the entire season, I was thinking to myself, "Nah, there's no way I want Liverpool to win anything, especially not well, the no, Champions especially League. not the Premier League. They've won the Champions League yeah, recently that, in our lifetime. It's not, yeah, it's yeah, not that yeah, big of a deal. Right, you're right." You're right. It's the not League, that recent they, they, anymore. They've gone. They've now. They've years. now been to four Champions League finals in the last like 15 years. You know, it's not like it's not crazy to think of Liverpool in a Champions League final. It is crazy to think of Tottenham even sniffing a Champions League final. We we obviously talked about that last week, but uh, yeah, similar similar thing with Liverpool and the and the Premier League. I do just want to bring up uh, just to get us started here. In the past 10 years. Uh, Liverpool have been top of the Premier League at Christmas three different times, and they've and they've oh, uh, they're the off, only Alex. team that's been a top, on top at Christmas to not win the league. <laughs> Chelsea, United, City, Leicester, we all won the I league. That's an absolutely crazy statistic. That's an absolutely Also, this is Liverpool. Our Liverpool's point total this year would be the fourth highest Premier League point total of any winner yeah. ever. Which is just insane that they're I mean, losing the, the league with that point. Chel- uh, we said this way earlier City in the had year, to like, win when we were talking about this happening. Straight. It's crazy that like everybody won out and it happened the way we were like, could this actually happen? Like, nah, like like someone's gonna like win or draw or like, or, like you know draw. I, I just want to point out, somewhere. I never doubted City the fact when there that, was ten points yeah. back in December when City lost those like two games in the middle of December to Crystal Palace and Leicester. I was like, they're they're still in this. Yeah, but like Liverpool had plot armor all season. Like there were so many times where where it looked like Liverpool were about to drop points, and then they scored goals in the last minute of games, or some crazy thing happened. But it looks like you guys have been given your shot at redemption in the Champions League, and you can still you know have a really great season. And I mean, whatever happens, you still had a really great season. But 
for Arsenal, it's no, no, not, we're not in talking the about Arsenal right we're now. looking to. We're talking about the league title. How heavy are? Which means we're not yeah. talking about Arsenal. <laughs> so don't don't change I, I knew it. If I went to, to Arsenal, Arsenal. you're immediately just your 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 face turned from like ah, oh, this is a good conversation to oh, what the fuck? Like I need into like venomous snake mode where you need to just lash out. One hundred ninety-eight points right. over two season from Pep Guardiola oh, Manchester City. Remember when people. Th- Remember when people said that Pep couldn't do it in England or that Pep couldn't do it without Messi? By the way, I called this. I said he was going to be a dynasty. He's not a dynasty I said that yet. while this he's guy's not there, a dynasty. it's a no, dynasty. No, he's not. He's not a dynasty. This is a dynasty. They won back-to-back That's titles. That's not a dynasty. Javier, Javier. That's Alex dynasty. Ferguson is a dynasty. Bill Shankly is a dynasty. He's establishing yes, it's them. the beginnings, be the makings of a dynasty. Yes, of course, but it's not there yet. They have... They have to win the Champions League. That is the ultimate. Uh, that is the ultimate uh, accomplishment of any of these teams. In the league, in the league, I'm saying it's a dynasty. Like they're setting. He's doing what he did at, with Barcelona and with Bayern, where they just won the league. You know, four or five years in a row, which he, he might. He might just go and do that right now. He's talking about like, oh, I, I massively need to reinforce my squad. Like the, the Premier League next year is going to be a lot more difficult. And like, I believe that. He's gonna get. Oh, really? The what makes you say like, that? They're gonna give him. <laughs> Shocker! Uh, yeah, you know, Man City to plan to fund Guardiola, Pep Guardiola's so. squad. <laughs> how? How? Are, how is you know? He, it's it, he's gonna always get ninety plus points. You, you're you're not gonna see a title winner for these next, you know, two or three years that are gonna get. I don't think you can. 92, don't, 93 points. So I think it's gonna be. Really I don't think you can realistically say that when Liverpool just finish one point behind them. You know, like. Maybe last year when there was a twenty-five point yeah, gap Liverpool, Liverpool between lost first one and second, game. they had they had the best se- Premier League yeah. season they've ever had. This wasn't the best prim- Premier League yeah, season. No, oh, I, oh, I know, I know, but I'm, I'm just saying it's it's not. It's just, I'm saying it's, it's not the okay, same as last I, year where there was a huge team. gap between City and the rest of the pack. They have they have someone to contend with them seriously now. Who, by the way, I'm, Liverpool will probably strengthen too. So. Uh, and also, too, we're not going to do the classic Liverpool thing that we've done for most of my tenures of Liverpool fan, which is sell our best players so that we can go buy more players. No one's leaving. Yeah, but like if if VAR had existed this oh, year, it wouldn't have been a one point Oh, get out of here! Gap. You don't. You can't. You don't. Oh, we all have, know that. We all know that. It would have been like that. a ten point. You gap. don't know that. So please, you don't know that. As soon as because VAR goal, comes back next year, because City, a goal City happens in the eighty second minute, so many, like, comes back. Doesn't mean that they're going to have so much shit that happens that everyone's going to like be butthurt about. That's a terrible argument and. And like you just because we scored a goal in like the 82nd minute we other than the Everton game we had very I don't think we had any other there was like three offsides that's not goals, what I'm talking about dives, like you're like not cards. listening to me what I'm saying is just VAR is going to affect Arsenal a lot would have of been things top four I, if there I'm was not VAR this season right Javier absolutely I mean. I'm not going to talk about you know, VAR you know that what too. I'm talking about is Liverpool has shown anything over this season is that they're a team that doesn't give up because fine that winner at 82nd the 82nd minute minute comes back doesn't mean that they don't score in the next 10 minutes like like you can't probably you can't vehemently say that Liverpool wouldn't be as good as they were this year, just because you take VAR into the equation. They were still a damn good team, regardless if the referees, 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 Javier, made bad calls. It's not the player's fault. It's the referee's fault for doing well, a bad job. Liverpool you literally just, just did. You guys wouldn't have had as many points. You, you literally just made like this whole spiel about how like... Man City haven't really had that, haven't had any luck like that this year. They... 
There hasn't been like controversial moments where they've had offside goals or dives by players. No, Liverpool have had like 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 a half dozen of those moments, or like that bullshit goal with Everton. Like that Man was City, a totally yeah, legal goal. That was Man, no, that was okay, that was Jordan okay, Pickford having was a small free arms. Goal. I'm saying things like that didn't really happen for Man City this year. They they like they were pretty much near perfect. I mean, obviously in the you guys you got in their games with you it was. You know, you guys were able to 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 do something in that, and like, I mean, you want to talk it, about you guys threw, threw away the title? No, at the we end. did not. You guys throw were up away. like seven they, points. They went on a fourteen game unbeaten run, which any other time that would have ever happened in the Premier League, we would have been calling this team one of the best teams in the history of soccer. You can't, you can't tell you can't, the idea of bottling the Premier League is so amateur. You said until like, the last year. That, that's the just two wrong. points behind the points total they had last year, and last year they ran away with it, and we all knew they were going to win it in December. Yeah, Liverpool were able to keep pace with that. It's still impressive. I, I've just been hearing so much of the like Liverpool sympathizers because yeah, I, obviously, admittedly, getting ninety-seven points and not winning the league. Objectively, that's heartbreaking. So I just wanted to go the other way and be like, Liverpool have had the lead, have had the lead in the t- in the table at Christmas three different times in the last ten years, and haven't won the league at, at, at any of those times. Meanwhile, every other team has won it. it. I mean, I think there's still something to draw from that. It was just a very, uh, it was just a very in uh, what do you call it? It was a very purposefully placed troll. You're welcome, Andrew. <laughs> do you want to get to the games? Brighton lost to Manchester City 4-1, also lost their manager after the match. Glenn Murray opened the scoring in the 27th minute, which was uh, kept all of 90 seconds before Sergio Aguero equalized in the 28th. Laporte wins them the Premier League in the 38th minute. Mares getting on in the 63rd and Gundogan in the 72nd. Uh, I do want to talk about Chris Hooten leaving, but again, just another day at the park for Manchester City. Like I said, 14 straight. They're going to walk into next season on 14 consecutive well, let's, not, let's get something out there real quick. There was a good 10-minute span here where I don't know if anyone really seriously was worried, but you know, Liverpool were top of the live table for about 10 minutes there when they went ahead and then 10 minutes later when Brighton took the lead. Obviously, a minute later, Aguero ties it up, and then if 10 minutes after that, City go back top. But you know, everyone, after the crazy week we've had of Champions League and the crazy finishes we've had to Premier League seasons of past, there there was a 10-minute span there where a lot of people were thinking, like, oh, could this happen? And the Anfield fan, the fans at Anfield were going absolutely crazy, thinking, oh, my God, what if we can do this? And for a team that just saw their team overturn a three-goal deficit against Barcelona, I don't really blame them. But uh, So I don't, I'm not saying that to troll Liverpool fans, like they thought they had a chance, but... Uh, I mean, it, it wasn't just completely like an open and shut case right from the beginning. I mean, City obviously showed the reaction that any champion would going right back down after conceding that goal and Aguero scoring right away. I, and the thing I just want to like uh, say about the City team just overall and very much in this game too is that where they've improved from seasons past under Pep is that they just have so much more control of games now where they go down and you think to yourself, uh-oh. They scored too early. <laughs> City are going to come back and win this. Like, I didn't personally like watch these games live. I went back and watched one or two of them, particularly the United-Cardiff game, which we'll get to in a bit. But um, yeah, what stood out to me is just that City just at very few points during this season have you thought to, your, thought to yourself, even when they go down, that uh, they don't have a chance of coming back and just sort of blowing their opponents off the field. And they did exactly that to Brighton. Yeah, no, I mean, I'd, Javier brought up, like, not getting lucky for City in games, which I, I, I do want to just bring up two goals real quick. The one that was correctly not a goal in the Liverpool game by, like, 
like half a millimeter, and then the one in the Brighton game that crossed over the line by like half a millimeter. The Burnley, Burnley. game, but those were right. like, those and were we like the, the tech- correct calls. Is it, I know. Okay, I know. On a previous I'm not, episode, I'm not. No, what I'm saying is, I'm not is, saying that the City didn't get lucky. I'm saying you that literally said okay, City so didn't get lucky. The, the that, words City didn't get no, lucky okay, came out I of mean, your mouth. I mean, I mean, in that the in that like things that weren't correct happened. Like, like, you know what I mean? Think like things that if VAR so would then effect, do what the Saints fans are like doing and protest okay. the league. Like coming at Liverpool for that is fucking stupid. I'm not like I'm not coming at Liverpool for that. You're taking this like personally. It's it's just can I clear this up for a second? Happened this year that I I said after that Burnley sure. game where we, we talked about it's the second time in the season that a a very fort, uh, fortuitous goal line decision has gone City's way. And like you said, Javier, Javier, it is the correct decision, but it's a different kind of luck compared to missed calls or missed offsides, things like that. It is lucky. But like you said, it's the correct call, and we have the technology to prove that. We don't have the technology right now to overturn some of these penalties that Liverpool have gotten from dives, these offside goals that Liverpool have gotten. And, you know, I'm not saying Liverpool aren't anywhere close to be uh, challenging City for the title without those. It's probably still a pretty significant title race, but it certainly didn't hurt them. Uh, yeah, I mean... I don't think you would put the word luck next to anything that City have done this season cuz like I said they have they've had the most control of any team. I would put team. the word depth. Depth? Yeah. I would put the word Yeah, they've depth. just been unreal in every single yeah. game. The game that they lost against Newcastle it was just like a freak fluke game where like like Newcastle just like hit them with a volley in the, like the last few minutes like out and even the, and even the guys playing yeah, out of we're position able to get a win. even the guys playing out of position like I'm not going to bring up like fine. Fabian Delph is a, is just the guy in my mind, but he's done a job for City all year. Zinchenko has Zinchenko, has won yeah. every he's every single game that he's played. He's start they've won. He's like got like a 22 and 0 record when when he starts for Manchester I, City, which is. I want to point out that they went the majority of the season also without their best player, and Kevin De Bruyne is undoubtedly their best player. They obviously have other great players, but. That's who everyone was going off about also, last year. And they also had like they also had like a bunch of underperforming center backs. Like the only one who played well really was Laporte and then company at the end of the season. But like Stones and Otamendi just went missing for most of the raise year. Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you think Otamendi's a top ranking center back in the Premier League. He's not. They're gonna get rid he of him. He was in the now, team of the season saying. last year. But but I'm saying this city team can improve. They've got room to improve, which is and scary. Bernardo Silva improved massively. They've got a bunch of players that they can just like they can upgrade. Raheem on Sterling now, like, that are, that are went. Old really, Raheem Sterling went from like company's going to retire. Raheem Sterling went from elite to world class in this year. Yeah, he's going to get 15 goals a year for like you know 13, 15, 17 goals for the rest of his career. I think even playing on the wing, it seems like it doesn't matter. He's that type of talent. I mean, he's doing it for England now, too. He can play all the way. He can play striker. He can play all the way across the line. He moves all across the field during games. He's he's an unreal player. I mean, he, he they gave him young player of the year because they had to give him some award. They probably felt bad. I mean, Van Dyke is a deserved player of the year for sure. But you, if Sterling had got it, no one would have been like, oh, that's No, I wouldn't either, have been you know? pissed so, about it. I mean, right. and so, again... It, it's kind I've, of like the Harden and, the and Giannis thing this year where I'm sure Giannis is going to win it and he's a deserved MVP. But if Harden had won it or wins it, no one's going to be like, oh, this is insane. Like, I, I can't believe they're giving it to Harden. I so, think, too... It's it, it's a similar thing this year, Sergio Aguero misses out on the golden boot for, like, the eight billionth time. But, like, is there more a calm, like, like calm collected striker 
that you want in the Premier League right now? Don't say Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang or I'll kill you, Javier. <laughs> you can't. You can't. He's missed too many uh, penalties. I mean, Harry Kane is the only other one. I mean, in terms of, like, experience, no. I mean, he's probably the most experienced, especially in the Premier League. You know that, I think this is, what, his seventh or eighth season he's gotten 20-plus goals? So, I mean, he's a machine. He's always going to get goals. It's just his he's, injuries. He's eliminated those the last They've couple years kept him with Jesus that, playing. Like, that, eh, sort of. But he's also been like being taken off in like the he's being managed well every single game by Pep. Absolutely, I mean that's why he's still maintaining himself at the top level. But it's he's also not putting up the numbers that you know some of the the absolute best strikers in the Premier League have put up over time. You know those thirty plus goals. But he's seasons. a consistent so. guy, like you said it yourself. Like he I is. mean, normally we could pencil Kane in for twenty goals. What was he at this year after a terrible year of injuries? Like, I, I, I don't think there's even a question that needs to be – like, there's no doubt who is the best striker in the Premier League. It was Aguero, again. Like, yeah, like it's, Aguero, it's not even sure. it's not even a, a, a question of conversation. Um, anybody else got any final points on Manchester City before we move on? I mean, I'm sure we'll think of something to say because City are going for a domestic treble this weekend in the FA Cup final because they've obviously already won the Carabao Cup, now the league, and now the FA Cup is on the line this weekend. And I – Personally, can't think of the last time that's happened. So uh, that'll be that'll be pretty impressive if they're able to pull that off. Yeah, that'll be super impressive. And what I was going to say was these last like six or seven games, they didn't really need Fernandinho. They didn't Gundogan, play man. Gundogan was they might lose phenomenal. Him. He was just he he looked like Fernandinho out there. Like he was tackling and controlling the midfield, and uh, he was he was awesome. And to have like. You know, not have the, not 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 have Fernandinho at you know one hundred percent, not have De Bruyne, and still have midfielders that are performing at a at the highest level is, yeah. Just City have all of the riches, and if they get better again, then it's, it's yeah, it's just going to be really scary this summer and every year till as long as Pep is there. So they're talking about reinforcing at the defensive midfield position. They've got a couple guys that they're apparently looking at. Uh, I guarantee they'll get some a center back, yeah. a, a defensive midfielder. Yeah, they need a fullback too. They need know, a, they could they probably another striker. They need too. a right back, and they need uh, they probably need fullbacks on both sides with Mendy's injury history and Kyle Walker kind of dropping off in form post the World Cup last year. Uh, let's give a little shout to Chris Hooten who gets sacked after it. They only had three wins in their final twenty three matches, and like down the stretch, they didn't win any of their last nine games. Um, but a guy who kept who got them up to the Premier League, kept them in the Premier League, really fell off in the second half of the season, but someone's going to pick him up and he's going to be a good manager for someone. Like I have full faith that he is going to be on the top of the chart for someone in a very near future. Yeah, no doubt. It's the second time that he's brought a team up to so, the uh, Premier League. I think he brought Newcastle up a couple of years ago too. So I was going to say, in terms of like bringing a team up, absolutely. He seems to be one of the top managers for, for, to be able to do something like that. But I was thinking about of the managers that are in the Premier League, of the teams that are in and around that like 13, 14, 15 mark, and all of the managers in those teams I think are better than Chris Hewton. You know? You look at like Benitez at Newcastle, uh, Hodgson at Crystal Palace, um, Sean Dyche at Burnley. Um, Eddie Howe. You know, Eddie Howe at Bournemouth. I think there are they're, – they're Premier League managers. You, 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 you don't think to yourself, these guys don't belong in the well, Premier League. I kind of don't feel like Hewton belongs in the. I think he's like just just at that level where 
he's maybe not at the level to, to, to maintain a team in the Premier League consistently. Like, I think if, if he had stayed one more year, he probably, Brighton probably would have gone down with them. So I think this is a good move. Well, we, you know, I think only scoring whatever they did, what, 30, 31, Even worse, 32 three goals. goals we didn't talk about sorry, it, Three though. wins in the last 23 league games. That's... We talked about their yeah, summer signings just... not being successful and the fact that they were still relying on Glenn Murray to score their goals. Like, that's... They spent a lot of money on them, too. It wasn't like it was like thirty six million pounds, something like that. Which for a team like Brighton, I mean, they broke their transfer record to go get a guy who had zero goals. Good old Ali Rezli Jahan Bakesh. Yeah, that's a pretty bad one. We'll jump over to the Liverpool win over Wolves, which was a two 0 victory. Uh, actually, I got this one right. The only correct one on the score sheet for the weekend. Uh, Sadio Mane in the seventeenth and in the eighty first, and also gets two assists from Trent Alexander Arnold who at 20 years old sets the Premier League record for most assists from a defender in this game, which I was really stoked for. Mane and Salah finish on equal with goals, as does Aubameyang. Uh, Klopp had a funny line about this after the match. He goes, oh, yeah, all three. For Trent, Trent set the record. Trent set the record for most assists. That's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's good yeah. for him. That That's that's. I hope that doesn't get broken for well, a while because that's, that's a great Him record. or Robertson could equally, easily break it next year if they continue to play the same style of bombing balls forward like they did all year. Like, between – they had over 20 assists. They had, like, 23 or 24 assists from their fullbacks this year. Like, I know people criticize their midfield for not being creative enough. It's like newsflash. That's that's what Andy Robertson and, and Trent Alexander-Arnold are doing for them. Uh, but, honestly, like, it was a pretty routine game. Like, Wolves – Really didn't. Oh, that's not true. Come on. Too much. Allison, Allison had a few decent saves, but it wasn't like they were peppering us or anything. Like I definitely felt Wolves had better away performances against top six teams. Like I never really felt like this game was in doubt. Like it, 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 I always felt like we were going to win this, especially with the goal, getting a goal in the seventeenth minute. Yeah, you you got the early goal, which calmed things down. They hit the then, bar. Yeah, it, some good it chances. didn't look like. Yeah, they had good chances, but it didn't look like – Liverpool always looked dangerous too, and it always looked like they could get another goal. And I mean, once they got the second goal, obviously it was over with like 10 minutes left. But yeah, I'm – like we said earlier, like we thought Liverpool was going to win out, and they did, which is really good on them because they made City – they pushed City to the absolute limit of what that team had to do this year. You know, like, like Andrew said, a 14-win – Fourteen game winning streak is what it took. So, oh, and Allison won you know, the Bravo to Liverpool. Allison won Golden it's, Gloves too. Uh, I hope you guys win the Champions League and fuck Tottenham. Um, yeah, just but but also like uh, impressive display. I, I think from Wolves in the sense that like they didn't get blown away again. And they had nothing to play for. The top six side at Anfield. I mean, we lost five one at Anfield. They only lost two zero. So. I, I mean, it's 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 impressive that there's they were still able to like keep it a, a, you know a close game till the end when in a game that Liverpool absolutely had to win. I mean, obviously, you guys had probably a, a, definitely a bit of a Champions League hangover, but yeah, just uh, it was still again impressive by Wolves, and I'm excited to see what they do next year. You know, reinforcing again and and dipping their their hand in the transfer market like they yeah. do. Yeah, uh, Adam Torore should consider uh, get ready to go play for Norwich again. Or has he played for them yet? No. He always plays for a team that just comes no, out. No, he hasn't played there he yet. He always comes. He, Middlesbrough. Played for, he, he can go to. He Norway. was at Borough. He was at and, Villa. Uh, he like now Wolves. Oh, he's at oh, Barcelona else. before yeah, that. Yeah, now Wolves. I. Yeah, he was actually supposed to almost come to Liverpool, and then <laughs> we did not sign him. And I'm very happy. <laughs> that would have been bad. Although maybe if he did, 
honestly, maybe if he did come, he would have learned how to score. Like, like, this, like Mane getting the golden boot. This is his highest goal like output ever. Um, the Mane or Salah again has a solid year. I really don't have too much to add here. Shout like, out to Africa. This was a shout good, out to the continent of Africa yeah. pr- producing the three golden boot winners this year. Kind kind of a lame golden boot though. Like with twenty two goals. Like I, saying that with like obviously what one Arsenal player. I don't understand it, like, why Mane doesn't get a hundred percent of it because he didn't have any. Penalties. I agree. He didn't take penalties. I would give it to Mane too. Like, like I would not be butthurt if they gave it to Mane. The so. best the the best comment I saw about the golden boot was after the game. Salah put up the picture of like it was him with his like three year old daughter, and he goes, "Yes, I know we have another one at home." And like I like that that made me chuckle, but like I again, it, there are bigger things to to bring home. This didn't really like. I was happy to win, was happy to finish on ninety seven points, happy to not be worried about the Champions League on the last day like they were for the past two seasons. But it is what it is. Uh, let's move down. Leicester City drawing Chelsea. Uh, no Eden Hazard for the start in this one. He comes on and plays his. Last Premier League pre- appearance, most likely for Chelsea. Um, Alex, how did you feel about uh, the match? On I feel Sunday? like I've skipped over a bunch of Chelsea games recently because <laughs> so there hasn't really been anything like of note in any of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. It was it was a point. Tottenham got a point too. We finished third. If you gave me that at the beginning of the season, it, right, was it was an important. Okay, fine. Point. It was an, an, important, it was an important point. point. But like. I mean, if we'd finished if we'd finished fourth, it no, would have been that big of a deal. Like I said, I wanted third. No, nah, it, it would have been a big deal if you finished fourth. Yeah, because if Tottenham won the Champions League, you could have been out of Champions League next nah, year. No, man, it's not how it works, bro. If yeah, not not how it works anymore. Oh, because Tottenham would have still gotten had Champions League. You're right. You're and right. Also, that fourth yeah, place okay. is an automatic qualifier for the Premier League now. Like you don't have to do the knockout round anymore. It would have been no, no, no. it would have been if Tottenham if, finished fifth and Arsenal won Europa League and they yeah, were outside yeah, us or yeah. something that's, like that. That's yeah. what the scenario would I mean, have it's some, been. It would have been like, a scenario that wasn't even realistic going into this week. So, yeah, it wasn't something anyone was really worried about. It was more like a per- personal pride thing to finish above Tottenham uh, and be, you know, the best club in London, I suppose. But, you know, Tottenham... Tottenham, Tottenham running Champions League like, final. So, I mean, if I was, if the scripts were flipped and Tottenham finished above us, but Chelsea were in a Champions League final, I would throw that right back at at them. So, I don't blame Tottenham fans for prioritizing the the Champions League at all. It's a far more uh, prestigious competition than finishing third in the league. I'll wait till after the Europa League to maintain who is the yeah, best right. team in London. If Tottenham win the Champions, like no matter what, Tottenham is the best. If Tottenham wins the Champions League. That's it's not even a conversation. Well, yeah, I mean, we'd also be losing like, our best player. <laughs> yeah, 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 but they're not. They're not Andrew. On, they're Andrew. not winning the Champions League. I don't need. I don't We're need on the same page, Andrew, with your luck from this year. Commenting about my club, okay? Let's let's. Hey, let's, yeah, and we, we called City the Golden the Boot league, winner. So you better uh, you better attach yourself to us. Yeah. So we got both of those right. <laughs> Actually, no, no, no. Stay away from Javier. Right. He I he thought Arsenal were gonna like win out for the rest of the season with like eight games to go. Yeah, don't don't listen did. to him. Yeah, he did. <laughs> God he damn did. it. I can't believe he did. Wait, wait. Can I just throw out there, games. instead of talking about Chelsea, can I just throw out there that of Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal, Man United, over the last five games of the season, we collected 16 of 60 available points. <laughs> I, oh, if you're How ready for terrible a stat is drop, that? wait till we get to the United section. 
wait till we get to the United Let's section, do it. Because I have. I'll save the Chelsea talk no, for no, no, later. I have. I have two quick Chelsea questions, mm. Alex. Kovacic, do you want him back? Yes or no? I mean, that's that's like a. Sure. I mean, I there's so many other there's so many other questions need to be answered before that. Do we have a transfer ban? It's uh, like there's a million back, questions that have to be answered before you consider whether we want a midfielder back that can't would score. You, so, yeah. Would you consider this a successful season? So far, sure. But, I mean, it's a whole can of worms that needs to be opened to actually 100%, dive into that. 100%. The goal was just to make top four and they made See, it. See, Javier, so unlike Arsenal, getting top four is never right. just a, is not a successful season to us. You have to have trophies, so... We'll see. Let's jump over to Tottenham, who draw 2-2 with Everton. Eric Dyer in the third minute. Walcott in the 69th. Nice. Tosin in the 72nd. And Erickson in the 75th. Did anyone watch this? Did any? I mean. Nah, but I was like, I was like trying to like follow it on my phone. When Everton went up 2-1. It no, it wasn't. You still <laughs> needed like a billion. You only got the 3-1 in the 90th minute. <laughs> Why don't we just talk about those two games together? Because, you know, the Tottenham got the point they needed. Arsenal got the three they wanted. Yeah, I mean, it didn't really matter. It was just like both of these games were – you knew it wasn't going to happen. It but, had to happen uh, early for there to be any chance. Uh, good, good good, on these like shit teams like Everton, Burnley. They're, they're not shit anymore. I can't call them shit. Good on like these mid-table and lower-table teams for still not – even when they're safe and they have nothing to play for, really just placement. You know, I'm guessing that's still worth some sort of money to them, but playing for pride and just to win games, it, it, they still were doing it. And teams. Well, were Arsenal started a youth still... player too, didn't you? I like looked at the lineup afterwards. Oh, our lineup was atrocious. It was like Licksteiner, Manny, uh, Mustafi, Joe Willick, and Ketia came on and scored. Doozy. It was the full the full some, lineup, and then Obama Yang, who just you know, some Arsenal fan account here. tweeted a picture of Callum Hudson Odoi being like structured off the field against Burnley, and then a picture of Eddie and Ketia scoring against Burnley, and he was like, "Burnley, it's not for everyone." And all these Chelsea fans are like, "What the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, stay quiet. You have no leg to stand on." Like, <laughs> people on Twitter are actually crazy. It's it's yes. it's insane. The last. The last 24 hours of social media has been quite possibly so bad for my mental health between the City fans and the Manchester United fans who are more happy about Liverpool losing the league than City fans who won the league and then all of the people who posted pictures of their mom even though they haven't talked to their mom in the last three weeks or the only reason they do talk to their mom is to go home and do laundry um, and then the Game of Thrones reaction. That was the last 24 hours of social media. None As of someone who doesn't good. watch Game of Thrones, None I of loved the episode good. of Game of Thrones. This is why we're not on social media, boys. Uh, well, yeah, and this is why we have like 25 people listening to this podcast is because we don't have enough promotion. <laughs> yeah, Javier, get your shit together. <laughs> Join yeah, us in the cesspool. Join us. Wade through the shit with us. <laughs> like, also, this was the one bad... Like, if this was the bad day, like, there's like... There are so many other funny days. Any any final thoughts on on Arsenal before we kind of get through? I want I want to just absolutely unload on United. No, just fuck Arsenal in the Premier League this year. I do want to say one thing: we only needed to win one of these fucking last seven games. One more of them, we we just had to fucking beat Palace at home, or we could have not drawn Brighton and we would have made top four. We just needed to not draw Brighton. 
What the fuck is wrong with this? Get rid of all those motherfuckers. They need to get fucking purged. Fuck you losers. Like, fuck you. You, you better win Europa. I am sick Which of we a can bunch officially of confirm. It's the first time since I'm sorry it's the that first Aaron's time since we recorded our last podcast. It's confirmed that it's going to be Chelsea Arsenal in the Europa League final. We're definitely we're definitely going to preview that one. That is going to be a doozy of a week. Wednesday night, Chelsea we Arsenal, need a live and then Saturday, Tottenham Liverpool. That's. I mean, that was made for the Ghost Goal podcast. I mean, we, we're we're that, we're here to preview that. That's that's our job. We're, we're, we'll we'll get a we'll yeah. get a Tottenham fan on here. We'll we'll, we'll find somebody to uh to to debate with Andrew. The funny thing is, I I ran into a buddy who's been listening to this podcast since the beginning. A buddy from college who's a Spurs fan. I tweeted about this at Andrew Pissarro at asmos ninety two at Ghost Goal Pod. Um, and he like came up to me, like gave me a big hug, and was like, "Hey man, congrats on the final, great season. Like looking forward to it. Like honestly, it was like no shit housery. Just was like." Looking forward to the game. Like, I know you guys are probably going to win. Looking forward to it. And it's like, wow. Yeah, I mean, it's like we said in the last pod, it's two losers, who perennial losers, who have never won anything at their prospective clubs. And one of them is going to break that duck. And the other one is going to remain a perennial loser. All right, well, one of so, them is a perennial loser. of course loser. you guys the are going to go into that final being like, let's be cabinet. nice and, and like friendly towards each other. And then when you actually get into the final... You're gonna ferociously hate. At least we didn't have to play on Thursdays. Yeah, and our fucking finals on a Wednesday in Baku, Azerbaijan, which is not even in Europe. We've only been allocated. Javier, Javier, don't say that. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Okay, I don't know what Arsenal's deal is, but everyone made a big hullabaloo about only getting like six thousand tickets each. Both clubs are struggling to sell those tickets because it's so expensive to get there. So. Kind of makes sense now. I mean, Baku? Who the hell wants to go to Baku? Like, screw that. <laughs> like, that's a terrible place for a final. I thought that was that planet from Star Wars. Yeah, no, Jakku? <laughs> that's the planet uh, yep, in Star yep, Wars. Yeah, okay. Could... So apparently Mikatarian just, like, can't yep. play in this. Or, I like, thought you wouldn't want him to they, play they anyways. Can't, they can't. Yeah, it, it, I mean, he was probably going to play. He was going to He was gonna take part in some way in the game, and it doesn't look like he's going to be able to go because... They don't yeah, well, allow whatever. That's a good thing country. for you. Woo. <laughs> Probably. It's like you telling me Willian can't play in the final. I'd be like, yes, great. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew, go ahead. Manchester United, Manchester United lose 2-0 to Cardiff at home. Nathaniel Mendez-Lang has more goals at Old Trafford this season than Alexis Sanchez. Also, <laughs> yes. Also, also, Richard Jolly. Eddie Nketia has as many Premier League goals as Alexis Sanchez. <laughs> All right, hold on, this hold season. on. I have yes. the from the top ropes stat of the day. And it comes from one Richard Jolly on Twitter who you should be following. Great journalist, knows the Premier League, covers them very well. The top six had taken 102 out of 102 possible points against the three relegated sides until Manchester United dropped points against Huddersfield and lost to Cardiff City at home. Wow, you talked You talked what I was going to say. I was going to say it's the first time Cardiff have taken points off of a top six side at all this season, but that, that takes the cake right there. 102! <laughs> Of 102 points, and they were the ones who dropped points against relegated sides. But don't worry, guys. Ole's at the wheel. We're going to be fine. Sing the damn song. Oh, man. 
I, I meant to bring this up to you guys off pod, <laughs> uh, but I, I really think it, it would be a good idea uh, in this little like lull between the end of the club season and whenever the international tournaments start to just like get a United fan, get a Tottenham fan, get a, another Liverpool fan or another Arsenal fan and do like an end of season panel, like one episode for each club. Like how did the season go? Oh, I've got what the United needs to fan. happen. I mean, so do we. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck. No, no, that. I've got yeah, like, like a, that. What needs to happen to that. improve? I've got a legit one. I do not want to do that. Also, the Chelsea one wouldn't, we wouldn't even be able to do it because you'd be like, well, oh, no, if I mean, we don't we would, have a transfer you would, band, We would probably do it okay, whenever that's all wrapped band, up so because that's going to get wrapped up in the next few weeks before the window opens. All right. Well, there's a bunch right. of ifs. So when those are all sorted out, we'll plan it out then. This game didn't really matter for United, but it is worth noting that if they had won those last two games against Huddersfield and Cardiff, they could have finished above Arsenal and finished level on points with Spurs. So they would have, they would have still been in and around it. And it's, yeah, it's incredible that they weren't able to at home, the last game of the season versus a relegated team weren't able to like put in a performance. Also, now more than likely because I'm guess, just... assuming city wins the uh, FA cup this weekend and Watford doesn't get the Europa league place. Uh, United are going to have to start their season on July 23rd in the uh, qualifying rounds for the Europa League. <laughs> you hate to see that. Oh. And, I mean, Paul Pogba's probably going to leave. They're going to clear out. This this squad is going to be so different next year. I just am. I just look if we if we some if we lose the Champions League final, Europa League we end final up in Europa next year. Europa Look at him! Final. Look at him! He's getting so he's getting if so starry eyed already. Europa final and end up in Europa next year. Obviously, I'm going to be furious. But it will be nice knowing that it'll just be United we have to deal with. Not, not we'll see about that. You know. Well, maybe Wolves. Wolves, maybe huh? Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Maybe Wolves. I mean, they're How are they going to get there? They get if, – if Manchester, if Manchester City win the FA Cup – Oh, they're qualified. Then they, yeah, right. they, and they are the ones who have to start the season super early. But, I mean, it's Wolves. Like, so are United – okay, we'll, d- we'll fact check that. I just know I, – I, I saw somewhere that if City – win, then United have to do, go into the qualifying also. It's fifth place that has the automatic place in uh, Europa. Yes. I think United City will have to do some form of qualification regardless. I'd have to look this up. I don't really remember. Um, but what what a – I mean, we the wheels fell off so hard. For United, Two wins man. in all competitions since that win in Paris. Eight losses. You'd think they'd change – You'd think they'd trade that. You'd think that that they would trade that result. But, I mean, it is what it is, guys. It is what it is. Uh, I'll whip through the last couple scores if there's anything you guys want to pipe in on. Great games. Just just shout. Crystal Palace getting a 5-3 victory over Bournemouth. Amishi Batshuayi double in this. Oh, by the way, Josh King got on the scoreline. Apparently for the last three seasons, I saw this on Twitter, has finished with more goals than Marcus Rashford. What? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. What, <laughs> at what point are we going to start? Sign him up, England. At what point are we going to start oh, no, talking no, about Mar- Marcus Rashford in the same like inconsistent light as like Lukaku and Martial and Pogba? At what point is he no longer like a young well, player that- anymore, and is he like someone that needs to start delivering every week? Just a thought. I'm not saying it's now, but it's coming. Yeah, I would agree with that. I've been afraid of him for a very long time. Uh, I, I would say that there's a bunch of inconsistent trash cans behind him. And I'm just saying. Who kept putting Lukaku I'm just saying in the middle is, and moving him out wide. That's all I would say. I would say when he was playing in the middle, he was scoring every game. Except and for the seems like second a no-brainer, half of the season but, when the wheels fell off. 
He wasn't playing in the middle, though. I don't know. It, it was... Yeah, and right. he was also playing hurt. I mean, he apparently had a foot injury that he was playing, carrying for a bunch of the season, and he might need surgery this summer. So I don't know. I mean, I I, I think Rashford had a good season. He just... He, he petered off a little bit at the end, but I think that was more because of his injury than because I of I don't him. love poking the Marcus Rashford bear. I really don't. I really, really don't want to be the one who, like, fuels the fire for him to... I'm sure he's pouring over our every word. (laughs) He should be. We're that good. Uh, Newcastle get a 4-0 victory on the road against Fulham. Uh, John Joe Shelby. Newcastle like those last day of the season pipings, don't they? They're just like, it's the last day. We're going to go crazy. Score a shitload of goals and destroy the other team. Apparently they were safe that uh, they were supposed to go on some trip as a team and Mike Ashley like canceled. Well, okay, like, you you know what happened? He promised them if they didn't get relegated, yeah. he would take them all to Vegas, but they didn't believe him because he's an absolute, like, Egypt. <laughs> yeah, dickhead. Yeah, yeah, I go with that. Uh, so they all booked their own vacations. And then when they got safety, he, like, realized that they all booked their own vacations and weren't going to go. So he was just like, ching I don't have to pay for that. Great. <laughs> Bad look for Mike Ashley on top of many other bad looks. On top of everything that Mike Ashley has ever done. Also that could be compounded by Rafa Benitez leaving this summer because it's the end of his contract. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like they're, they're so screwed if they lose him. Um, Southampton won Huddersfield won Nathan Redmond and Alex Pritchard and Huddersfield's last game in the Premier league for a while. And Watford losing 1-4 to West Ham. Uh, Mark Noble. Okay, can I say one thing about Southampton? Yeah. Those motherfuckers need to go spend that money they got from Tadic and Van Dijk. They didn't get that much from Tadic. All these players they've been selling in these last few years, they need to go and Yeah, I know. Liverpool need a couple more pieces down the line. They have guys. it in the bank, and they almost got relegated. So, uh, that, like, they're a really good team, and they've produced a lot of really good players, and I like having them in their Premier League, but... They really need to, get, need to get their shit together. Cause... I'll have John Henry call up the farm and tell him to get it together. <laughs> Watford losing at home to West Ham 4-1. Mark Noble in the 15th. Lanzini in the 39th. Dulafeo in the 46th. Arnautovic in the 71st. And another Noble goal in the 78th. And Holobas getting sent off in the 48th minute, meaning he's going to be suspended for the FA. I do just want to say I didn't get the score prediction correct for this. They uh, they flipped. They did? They flipped that oh, good for them. Actually. They need him. They yeah, need him they badly. Did. Yeah, they appealed it. It was a little soft, I'll it. admit, but I didn't think they would be able to. I didn't think the administrative process would literally turn that around in 24 hours. So good for the FA. Uh, but I do want to say I didn't get the score prediction correct for this. But the night before, uh, I was in College Park and I was out with friends there, and I crashed at my uh, my brother's place. And one of my brother's friends just goes, uh, "Alex, you got any Premier League picks for me tomorrow?" And I just go, "Take the over for goals scored in Watford West Ham." And he just goes, Ooh. oh, it's three goals. I'm just like, yep, take it. Put the money on it. Just take that now. And he texts my brother the next day like, thank, thank you, Alex, for, for winning me some money. We're doing gambling picks yep. next year. I'm just getting we're warmed doing, up, like, baby. We're for sure, we're for sure yeah, we're definitely doing, doing gambling that. We're picks. incorporating into the I, I don't know. I don't know I like if we want to even pick all like the, the lines or whatever, but like Prop we're bets. doing gambling Let's do props. Maybe we should like all start with a certain amount of money and then and then whatever a, whatever a we're gonna do week. for the pod I'm gonna we'll, we'll bet come up with outside of that here. I'm just saying like we're doing gambling on the podcast next year 
uh, I want people to call in and be angry <laughs> about our picks and not hitting. <laughs> I want that so bad. I'm bringing the voicemail back next year. Like, uh, the number one thing that's coming to the Go School pod that's coming to every other part of sports media right now is gambling. And I'm excited about it. So strap in, strap Let's on. Let's make some money. We're going to lose some money, fellas. Let's make some money. <laughs> I'm ready. My body is ready. Um, hey, I, I won the title this I, year, so I'll be making yeah. money. Javier getting 20 correct predictions over 20 correct wait 20 correct weeks or weeks, what I don't yeah. know how he won 20 weeks weeks but, yeah but also there were some weeks that yeah. we split but whatever whatever um I finished with 18 Alex with 14 I'm okay with that I think I think next year we're going to have to like change it to instead of like a goal prediction like you can either do a goal like an outright goal prediction you can do a money line or maybe we do like an over or an under on goals or something but I think we're going to have to like change the pick system for next year um if you've got suggestions for us hit us hit us on Twitter Instagram at Ghost Goal Pod pretty sure the DMs are open if not DM me at Andrew Passaro or Alex Asmos at Asmos92 at JavierRev9 leave a review on iTunes help us out and grow and don't be worried we're going to have plenty of content we're probably not going to do an FA Cup final because we've talked too much about Manchester City for a pod that doesn't have a Manchester City fan and do, uh, we'll do team of the will, season we'll do team of the well season. I'm going to work on these two to get those individual team pods up because I think that needs to happen because there's so many wider topics that we can like expound upon for each of our favorite teams so you want me to find a Liverpool fan to have I mean I know another Arsenal fan that I can have come on a pod with me and Javier and I can like moderate while those have, two sort of vent about how terrible Arsenal are that'd be fun I would enjoy I that have, that would be really great I'm going to just give Nico, I'm going to give Nico, a friend of the pod, Nico Morales, a call and see if we can, he and I can talk some city over the next sure. couple weeks. And uh, I've got, I've got a United fan in, in mind, no offense to uh, cousin Alex, but one who uh, has a little bit more of a cult following on the internet. So I'm trying to throw the brand out here. Um, but thank you guys for listening all season. Honestly, like we do, we do this pod for fun for something that started in my parents' basement on an iPhone has since grown into three of us in three different cities. Um, and I love doing it and we're going to do it as long as we can kind of make this easy and fun. And so until next time, like I said, there's more content coming soon, but thank you guys for co- co- Copa America. We'll do some yeah, of that. We're, we're champions league and Europa league final there. week. Don't look too far ahead. We're right. Yeah. There's a right around the corner. We're, yeah. we're back. Yeah, we're, we're, we're looking ahead. We're looking this ahead. is a soccer podcast yeah. that predominantly talks about the Premier league. Like, let's get this right. Like we're, we're just three idiots who absolutely love watching soccer and talking about it too much. So we're not going. Whoa, anywhere. whoa, 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 whoa. Not three. Two, one and a half, one and a half. Decrease that number. I think that's average. I think all of us have enough to average into one and a half. I think that's a fair assumption. I don't know what percentage that is. That Oh, wait. Well, that would mean that all of us are 50% idiot. I'm okay with that. No, I'm, one of We're you gonna, is an idiot and the other out. one is half of an idiot. I'm not going to – I don't want to ruin the dynamic here. I just, <laughs> you know, just want to get it out there. All right. Whatever. I'm not going to agree with that percentage, but until next time. Sorry.